continue on here still to come. Grover Norquist will be here. As I told you, the um, communications chief communications officer with Bloomberg will be here. Jason Schechter coming up a bit later. Uh, Join me now, though, is Emily Taylor, an attorney and a gun expert. And, and the reason Emily Taylor is here is because of the dramatic increase in gun ownership by women in America, especially those that carry concealed. Uh, you wouldn't think it, but one in five American women now own a firearm. So when it comes to the Second Amendment, when you talk about rights and women's rights, well, it's the Second Amendment that separates uh, so many people. Emily, welcome back to the program. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, give me an idea here. Uh, why do we see this dramatic increase in firearm sales, and why do so many women have guns as compared to, you know, when I was growing up? Yeah, you know, it's really been about the past five years that this has started to explode. Um, and, you know, we attribute it to two major influences, um, one of them good, one of them, um, you know, really sort of unfortunate. The good one being um, the ladies' firearms groups are just, booming. The um, uh, a girl and a gun groups, you know, you can now, instead of it being sort of a maybe an intimidating thing to go learn how to shoot, uh, it's a girl's night. And so it's really spreading rapidly that way. The other thing, you know, the sort of unfortunate cause being um, the increase in, in um, mass shootings. I mean, you know, there are so many women out there who say, I don't want to have to rely on someone else um, if it's just me or if it's me and my kids out there, uh, I don't want to rely on someone else to protect me. And I agree with that part um, when you talk about these events. I don't know if there's more of them or if they just get a lot of publicity. Uh, as far as uh, every time a gun goes off anywhere, it seems like it makes the front page of the paper uh, in these different smaller markets, certainly. It's not the way it used to be. Every gun incident didn't get front page news coverage. It does now. And, and that's a change. Now, when you talk about um, women carrying guns, it's been my experience over many, many years uh, in the outdoors, uh, whether it's fishing or hunting, women tend to listen much closer to the guide. Uh, they listen much closer to the instructor. And so when it comes to carrying concealed, when you go through a class like you do in Michigan, my understanding and my belief is that women pay a lot more attention because they haven't developed any bad habits. They're willing to learn. They're open to the ideas of, of how everything should work and the safety involved. I say that from my experience with, with my wife, Ivy, who carries a concealed weapon and has a concealed weapons permit because she tends to listen more closely than men do. Do you think that's fair to say, Emily? I do think that's fair to say. Um, you know, absolutely. We we certainly, you know, I mean, I'm, I can just speak personally. I did not get into firearms and into carrying until I was in my, you know, mid-20s. So, uh, you know, there's certainly um, uh, women are a little bit later in life to come to these issues and, and probably are, for that reason are paying a little bit more attention to, uh, to to what instructors and what professionals are saying. They always listen better. That's why they catch more fish, Emily. That's just that's the bottom line. Emily Taylor, an attorney, <laughs> a gun. Well, it's true. You laugh, but it's true. They catch more fish. It hurts me badly. Um, Emily Taylor, an attorney and a gun expert. All right. So um, I noticed that um, a couple of the guns you talk about here. Uh, that seem to be popular with women. One of these is the SIG P238. Um, uh, the SIG is a very popular uh, handgun for women, but it also fits me very well. It's a nice uh, multi-purpose uh, sidearm. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, of course, it, it's it's popular with women because um, our clothes are just uh, tighter fitting. And so the difference, I mean, you know, it, it, it's amazing. But, you know, the difference between a Glock 42 and a Glock 43, which is minuscule by, um, you know, male 
standards um, makes a huge difference when I personally want to carry concealed. So the SIG P238 is a great weapon. Um, you know, without the really slender weapon, women are looking more towards revolvers or handbags, um, which is great, better than not carrying at all. But if you really want it on your person, those slimmer weapons are just fantastic. Yeah, the single-stack um, handguns, the single-stack pistols, uh, easier. Uh, I want to touch a little bit on the specialty purpose uh, purses and handbags and so forth, though, Emily, because there are a variety of manufacturers out there that have picked up on the fact that one in five women owns a firearm, that uh, women are increasingly carrying concealed. And so they have created purses and fanny packs and all sorts of specialty items to conceal these weapons in a very easy-to-get-to um, sort of a design, correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. And the purses are really fantastic because they help ensure that you're not going to have um, a, a negligent discharge because you just got a pistol thrown in there with your purse. You know, I mean, I think the, the nightmare scenario there is that, you know, your tube of lipstick gets um, lodged in a, in a trigger well, and then you're rummaging around, and all of a sudden you've got a negligent discharge. These handbags are fantastic because they're designed with safety in mind as well as with, um, uh, you know, uh, your quick ability to be able to defend yourself with that pistol in your handbag. Um, you know, some of them even you could shoot through the handbag. They're, they're, they've got you really figured out so that you can keep yourself safe and you can minimize accidents. Sure, and, you know, it's not for everybody, but I personally a uh, big fan of, of thumb safeties. Uh, I, I like those. I think they add an extra level of protection so you don't have a negligent discharge, as you put it. You don't have an accidental shoot. And there's no room for accidents in firearms, period. No room at all. And so I like the, the thumb safety. I don't mind the grip safety, different things that uh, certainly make them safer if they're around uh, anybody younger that, you know, might have any chance whatsoever of coming in contact with that piece of equipment. We don't want that to happen. We don't want accidents. Uh, I'll give you the last word on women and firearms today in America. Uh, you know, I think that we'll be having the same conversation a year from now with another gigantic explosion. Um, we're not moving backwards on this one. Well, I agree with that. And with everything going on in places like Virginia, it has people spooked, uh, to say the least. Emily, thank you so much for being here, as always. Thank you. Emily Taylor, everybody, attorney gun expert. Uh, as the firearm sales continue to increase among women, uh, you know, let's be honest. If you're five foot one and 125 pounds, and you've wanted to defend yourself against somebody six foot three and 270, well, there's a great equalizer. So says Samuel Colt. Uh, it wasn't the law; it was the revolver. Uh, still to come on the program today, Grover Norquist will be here. Jovita Carranza will also be here, the administrator for the U.S. Small Business Administration, brand new to the post. What's going on in small business? We'll talk with Jovita about that, plus Ron Van Timmeren and so much more. It's the Steve Gruber Show on a Thursday.